Yes, indeed. And as usual, we are awaiting your home improvement type of questions here on the show. And you can call it in or you can text it in. Either way, one number will get uh, get you either. 651-461-9226. Again, 651-461-9226. And good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Hope you uh, are as well and all of your, your family and your your good crews at Linus Construction. Who <laughs> I'm not laughing at it because you and uh, those uh, folks really have had to uh, deal with quite a winter, haven't they? Haven't you? Yeah, you know we can stop snowing any any time yeah. now. It's uh, it's getting a little old, don't you think? Oh, uh, and I'm um, hearing that it, from listeners as well. Yeah, it's just uh, the plow trucks. I don't think have have stopped for two months. It seems like Denny and and um of the ice dam calls that we're receiving and the leaky roof calls that we're receiving and the amount of people that want us to take a look at their insulation it's uh it's we're busy we're very very busy unfortunately all this snow puts a damper on us getting anything installed that's uh going a little slower than we want this time of year but hopefully yeah it starts to thaw out any day now and uh, we get back at it running on full cylinders you uh, brought up a point about uh, all the snow, and uh, and there were a couple of text messages. One is uh, about, um, and you mentioned ice dams, and the texter says, "Is uh, and I'm paraphrasing because it's kind of a long power, a paragraph. If a home has properly is properly insulated, and I'm sure you would add ventilated." Can a, a well-insulated home still have ice dams? Possibly, um, if those ice. So what what you people have to understand about about ice dams if if it's warm enough outside for the sun to hit an area, yeah, and melt that snow, and it gets to a shady area, that can it can start to freeze again. That's a lot rarer than heat loss happening somewhere in your attic melting the snow above that portion of the roof and that water goes to an area of your roof where the heat loss isn't happening and freezes. And as that freezes, it creates a dam and it starts to hold water behind it. And with the amount of amount of snow that we have, people don't, one thing you have to remember, snow is still an insulator. So if you got a, it's not uncommon that you, we have a foot of snow on the roof and underneath that is inches of water. And that's when the leaks start happening. So if you do have ice dams, one thing, like, like goal one, is to create a channel to get the water out. If, if you can get, get the water to drain away from your house and get it off your roof, you're going to be in a much better situation. But if you're not comfortable getting up there, it's time to get the professionals involved. And if you have ice dams, nine times out of ten, Denny, and, and probably more than that, more than like nine and a half times out of ten, it's insulation and ventilation that, that is the issue. So... It's pretty rare that a, a home that's really well insulated has the right amount of ventilation and a roof that's installed properly has ice dam problems. But uh, sometimes I think what the, the listener was alluding to, that sometimes Mother Nature can do that very thing that you said as far as the sun, the melting, the freezing, refreezing. Uh, and again, uh, for folks that are still wondering about the weight, uh, yet it's snowing right now. Uh, again, we're expecting about maybe one to three more inches today. 
uh, at least here in the Twin Cities. People are still asking about the weight of snow on the roof, and you're, you, you've said in past shows that, for the most part, uh, not to worry. Yeah, you know, with the, we mean that we had rain in February a couple of times that added a lot of weight to the snow, and if you had ice dam issues, that that's caused some issues. But even having said that, Denny, the, the amount of attics our people have inspected this year, we we it's pretty rare that we run into any structural damage. More so we run into mold, animal waste, um, bad insulation, leaking, uh, things like that, but, but not... Not enough where it's collapsing trust systems or anything like that. I was thinking uh, about uh, getting back to insulation, attic insulation, and I was so glad because I can look around the neighborhood and I can see um, a lot of snow that's disappearing from some maybe houses that are not properly insulated. Mm -hmm. And I see that snow just sticking right on ours because years ago, Couple of different times, uh, Linda's uh, hired Linda's to come here to uh, to do that very thing, and I, I was really we were really lacking as as your crews found out in insulation. I guess my question is, uh, with uh, with the vacuuming out of all the old stuff, what little there was of it, and having all the foam put in, and then the, in my case it was a fiberglass blown in. Um, is is there ever uh, does there ever come a time when obviously we don't need refoaming? And do you ever add, like in our case, uh, fiberglass? Because I know you have uh, your, your choice too. Not, with your insulation. not, not Do you ever add to it? Not really? Not, not typically, Denny. Um, and, and again, remember, remember when we were doing your project, one of the, the benefits of sucking out all of it, Denny, um, and, and again, remember, remember when we were doing your project, one of the the benefits of sucking out all of the old insulation instead of just trying to do some spot sealing and going over the top, we discovered that one of your can lights wasn't rated to be in contact oh, with yeah. insulation, a That's potential right. fire hazard. And so we were able to get an electrician involved and get a, the proper can light put in that area. And it was just one out of all of your can lights was different than the rest of them, if I, if I recall. And right. And... So that's why it's really important when you're adding insulation to your attic is usually not the answer. One thing to always keep in mind that, that the majority of the attics that we're redoing the insulation on have two or three different types of insulation in them already, which tells me that people keep trying to add insulation to it and not fix the problem. Yeah. Are you, is Linda still getting a lot of calls? Are people preferring if it's in their budget to get the foam work done? Yes. It's yeah. the, the, the number one uh, insulation that, uh, that we do. Um, if we're doing a full attic insulation, as long as it can go in their budget, they, uh, they, they, they choose to spray foam. When you, when you look at the benefits of that that it has and what it does to your home, Denny, it's, it, it, it simply is the, one of the best things you can do to your home and return on investment that you're, that you're going to get back uh, on that. It, it's about faster than any other home improvement project you can do. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Andy, I'm getting a signal. Time to take a, a quick break. Uh, we're going to come back. Uh, when we do, we'll uh, pick up on some uh, text messages, some more of them. If you have a home improvement question, we'd love to hear your voice. If you want to chat with Andy, or you can just send your question via text. 651-461-9226. Another reminder to uh, turn your clocks ahead, spring ahead, one hour. You're going to lose an hour of sleep tonight as we move to daylight saving time uh, tomorrow morning. So, uh, Again, 
clocks moved ahead one hour. As spring ahead, as we like to say. Right now in the Twin Cities, still 29 degrees. Could get one to three inches of new snow. Stay with us on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, answering those home improvement questions as usual. Andy Lindis from uh, Lindis Construction. You don't want to give that uh, phone number, too. I was thinking that if folks do want to get in touch with uh, Lindis Construction, the easiest number to remember, 844-9-LINDIS. That's 844-9-L-I-N-D-U-S. And if you want to, you can always go online at lindisconstruction.com. But, uh, yeah, 844-9-LINDIS will give you that number, too, before Andy takes his leave today. Uh, Again, if you have a home improvement question, you want to call it in, great. If you want to text it in, that's all right, too. 651-461-9226. We'll pick up on text messages in a moment, but let's grab a phone call, Andy. Rick is calling in from, I think, Greenfield uh, this morning. Rick, thanks for waiting. What is your question for Andy? I was calling, I just purchased a property with a metal uh, pole barn, a 20 by 40, and I want to insulate it so that I can heat it. And I'm wondering, does fiberglass work uh, best, or can you spray foam the sides and the roof of a metal pole barn, or what's the best way to insulate it so that it doesn't uh, condense? What kind, what kind of truss system issues? does it have? It's only okay, uh, what, what, two by six. Okay. Is it like an attic space, or is it all vaulted? It's all vaulted. So what are you going to put on the inside? Um, basically, it's going to be a, a fix-it shop, plus I'd like to uh, put a TV set and just kind of make it a man cave in a corner, but keep it wide open. No, so, what are you going to put on the inside for the, the roof? Are you just going to poly it off and then put um, fiber? Because... The problem with the vault is it's going to be really tough to ventilate. So right. spray foam might be might be your best option in in something like that. Um, I'd have to take a look at your exact truss system, but even then, I again, you're just talking about a, a shed and you want to insulate it so you can can heat it and have a have a conditioned space. It's it's going to be adding fiberglass isn't going to be be the answer. And, and, and six inches of fiberglass gives you. a doesn't even give you like an what is it like an R eighteen? That's, okay, that's not yeah, enough. that's my biggest fear. Is, uh, and that, it's just a uh, it looks like a Menards uh, stick built uh, metal shed. Uh, okay, it's got eight foot sides and and it's all vaulted. Yes. Yeah. So. I think spray foam might be your best option, but just, uh, you know, getting some estimates from insulators wouldn't be the worst idea in the world and have an expert take a look at it. Yeah, have it done right. Yep. All right. Thanks, Rick. Good luck uh, with that project. Can uh, can and do people uh, do, uh, I'm thinking strictly of home homeowners doing their own attic, spray, spray foam. I mean, are people doing that on their own on... To me, that would be, I don't know, I, I would prefer leaving it up to a professional like we did do it. 
Yeah, you know, you can get the froth packs, but the, it's not those aren't really designed to spray foam an entire area. They're they're it can be you can use them that way, but it's uh, I wouldn't um, those those froth packs. I would use as a you know spot seal type thing. Okay, I was looking at a text that we we used to get from time to time here on the show over the years. Uh, a texter from Elk River says, "I have a small woodpecker living in my cedar siding." On the front of my house, they've made three holes in the siding. Any ideas? I think that's the first—that's the first text we've had with, with a critter living. I wonder if they just mean searching for, uh, for uh, bugs and stuff. Yeah, more often than not, when they're going after the cedar siding, it's because there's some some bugs involved. You might want to get a pest control person involved just to have that checked out. I've heard mixed results on like the owls or CDs or any type of foil or flashy thing hanging from the soffit area to deter the bird birds. It sounds like they get used to it after a while, but that may be an option for you as well. But typically there's something going on with your siding why the woodpeckers are going after it. No, I think you're right because we just had a follow-up text uh, saying, no, that the woodpecker lives inside, has has made a nest, evidently. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Get, yeah. Uh, get a pest control person out there. Yep, you're going to want to remove that nest, and chances are they're going to want to come back and rebuild that nest. So yeah. um, just, just, just be aware of that. That's, that seems to be the case when we remove birds' nests. It doesn't take them long to get started on a new one. No, that's true. Well, good luck with that, Shelley. Thank you. Uh, again, 651-461-9226. That's our text number. It also happens to be our phone number if you uh, would prefer to uh, call Andy uh, and uh, chat with Andy on the phone. Uh, here's one. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says, uh, I have a 12-year-old certainty architectural shingles on my roof. Uh, any roof section that faces north, there's some black streaking happening. Why is that, they say? Algae growth. It's algae growing on on your roof. Uh, if you were to install a galvanized strip along the entire ridge of the roof, that would oxidize in a way that the algae wouldn't grow on it. Um, when when you see the streaking, people replace roofs all the time because of that. They think it's the granule loss that's happening. But if you look underneath your vents, it's going to look cleaner there than in other spots because, because the galvanized the zinc. the zinc coating on on the yeah. vent. Is, is not allowing that algae to grow underneath it. So that that can be cleaned, and if it's not addressed, it will lower the lifespan of, of your shingle. Um, they, that algae starts to deter on, on the actual shingle itself and, and, and can cut its lifespan by, you know, 10, 12 years. Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, over-the-years uh, questions about that. Is generally, is, is, uh, is algae, do you ever see moss on rooftops that you guys work on? Uh, yes, lower slope roofs have a tendency to have some moss if they have cedar roof that hasn't been treated or, you know, uh, one thing about cedar shake roofs, there there should be some maintenance that's done at least biannually. Like, like every other year, somebody should walk that roof and replace the cedar that has fallen off or any of, any of the wood that's, that's moved at all, and it should be cleaned and treated. You know, that moss can't grow on there, but lower low slope cedar, we see a lot of moss typically. Hmm. All right, I tell you what, I'm getting another signal time for a forecast. We'll see how much snow we're going to be getting uh, today here in the Twin Cities and surrounding area. If you have, again, 
any kind of a home improvement question, we have about another half hour of the show to go. So by all means, take advantage of Andy Lindis' presence here today. Uh, He'll answer those questions for you either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. Don't forget, move those clocks ahead one hour, spring ahead, back to daylight saving time tomorrow. Stay with us on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back once again to our Home Improvement Show here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, welcoming your uh, home improvement type of questions, as usual, like we do every weekend, all the time. Text or phone calls via 651-461-9226. Andy Lindis answering those uh, questions this morning. Uh, Here's an interesting one. Boy, we hear these news stories, as you have, Andy, coming out of California with all this snow. That uh, is normally not there, and it's it's un- just unbelievable amounts. Well, the news has shown uh, some of the roofs collapsing in California from all that snow there. And the question is, is do you think there's a different type of construction used there compared to Minnesota? I think it's a good question. You know, it's been a while since I looked at uh, that part of the code, Um when I originally took my builder's licensing exam, it showed you a map of the United States and what the snow loads had to be for construction. And I, I would imagine it's way less there in, in certain parts of California, especially um, than what it is up here. And, um, you know, we've seen plenty of roofs go down in, in Minnesota and Wisconsin because of our winter, but mostly outbuildings. All, like, all of the ones that I know of, have been, you know, the outbuildings where some of the codes are pretty lax where you can do four, six feet even on center with your truss system, and that's just that's not going to hold much weight. If It's just not how I would design any roof in uh, in our area of the world. Yeah, just an amazing, amazing weather pattern. Uh, this uh, texter, uh, Andy, says, we're preparing to have a new roof put on our house in St. Paul. We're leaning toward a dark color, charcoal black. Are there any negatives in your mind about such a dark roof? It's definitely going to be warmer than a lighter colored roof in the in the summertime, the attic space. But with a properly insulated and ventilated attic space, it's not that that big of a difference from from the lighter colored ones. Um, the the darker ones also don't show the algae growth nearly as fast. It seems like as the lighter colored roofs. Even having said that, if you do your due diligence on the front end, you'll get uh, a strong enough warranty on the algae coverage. And if you look at what GAF has to offer, um, I think you're going to be in, in much better position than what some of the other shingles have when it comes to warranty and algae warranty specifically. You and I talk about those great GAF shingles, uh, the roofing all the time uh, for good reason. But I, I wanted to ask, and other people ask Lindis from time to time about uh, that steel roofing. Does anybody ever come to Lindis and want that type of material? Yeah, we, we, we get asked about it an awful lot. But when they see how much more expensive it is than an asphalt roof and it doesn't have the as long of a warranty, is what we can offer from GAF and the class four impact rating that we get from the GAF shingle. 
it's just there's a lot of things that 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 make people and benefits that make people go away from metal to GAF. Uh, having said that, we we, we still in, we're installing metal roofs almost weekly, and in a lot of times it's accent pieces on 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 other roofs. We're trying to stay away from that. The installation technicians tend 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 to not like that, um, but uh, that that's what most of our metal roofing seems to be as of late. Because when people see the warranties that they can get from GAF, where it's fifty years, and you're covered for pretty much everything, it's uh it's hard to shy away from that. I know we started talking about metal roofing all so many years ago on the show. What kind of maintenance, you know, if someone does have that, if the neighborhood, you know, if it fits the area uh, and they, they get that uh, maintenance, what kind of maintenance is the question on these, uh, these steel roof, roofs that you guys install? There shouldn't be really much of any maintenance out of just know that it's going to put the snow on the ground and you're going to be shoveling more of that snow faster than it would be if it was an asphalt roof. Um, the metal roofing that we have, uh, has a 35 year warranty on the paint. So potentially, you know, 30, 35 years down the road, you, you may have to paint the roof, but, uh, that's just, that's about it, Denny. Okay. We got a follow up, uh, on, um, the woodpecker question. This texture says, my mother had that uh, woodpecker problem, tried everything to get rid of it, but had to switch to aluminum siding. Uh, of course, you and I love that uh, LP smart side, and and I know you and, and your dad love uh, steel siding as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, you don't have those issues with uh, LP, do we, as far as the birds looking for some critters? No. Um, come mating season, as they're trying to oppress the ladies, uh, I've had some, some woodpeckers go after all sorts of types of siding, but uh, typically it's not an issue with LP or steel, Denny. Um, no, red squirrels, whole different, they, they don't, they don't care what, what the material is. They'll, they'll chew through anything. Those are the most destructive critters. If you've got red squirrel problems, there's, I feel bad for you because I, I have had a couple of properties, my mom and dad's house. Um, we've replaced the rid, ridge vent on that place three times. I think now really? where red squirrels have eaten through the metal, the plastic, the wood, you name it. And uh, it's uh, they can be a nightmare. I'll take uh, woodpeckers uh, over red squirrels every day, all day. Oh, you're absolutely right. I know a, a friend of mine has had um, not only damage in a garage, but thousands of dollars of damage done uh, in their vehicle by uh, red squirrels. <laughs> so you're right. They're, uh, they're tough critters. Uh, another text, uh, Andy, says, good morning. I know a more permanent fix is called for. However, I'm wondering if in my basement where water seeps in through the nail holes in the bottom cement block as a temporary fix, could I put expansion foam in those holes? What do you think of that? No. No. And why not? Because it's just going to push the water someplace else that you can't, and it might cause more damage. Addressing why uh, the water's coming in is what you have to do. Um, Yep chances are you're going to end up causing more damage doing something like that. And then the foam isn't going to be completely waterproof or seal anything off anyways. And there's, uh, as you know, uh, a lot of talk now, given all the snow that we've had and more to come, that there are chances of flooding. Uh, Let's hope for a real slow melt uh, this this season. But there's still a lot of talk and more of it every day about possible flooding. And uh, 
and as our friend Jesse Treble would say, if your basement has leaked before, there's a good chance it'll do it again. So yeah, and uh, I'm telling to be you, proactive. Those fellas are going to be really, really, really busy this spring. Oh, yeah. So, and you said it, Denny. If your basement's leaked before, it's probably going to leak this spring. If I were, if it were, if I was in that situation, I'd be calling safe basements now, so I can get ahead of the schedule. Um, you know, I hate to call them when you got a wet basement in May and find out that uh, hey, yeah. it's going to be June, July before it can be addressed. Yeah, or later. Um, mm-hmm. What about uh, leaf guard gutters? Are people still, uh, and they should be, if they don't uh, aren't aware of them. Uh, it's a great feature. I mean, given all this, the snow and folks with ice dams, we always get questions too related to to leaf guard. Um, what happens if my house, somebody will say, has uh, ice dams? Will it hurt the leaf guard gutter? How do you respond to that? Uh, leaf guard has a lifetime ice damage guarantee. If it ever disforms, pulls loose, or leaks because of ice, it's fixed or replaced for free. Um, it's the most durable gutter ever built, any really don't have any issues with with ice damaging it it's uh it's a very 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 rare warranty claim and boy oh boy i think it was 1993 when we installed our first leaf guard 93 or 92 so we've been doing it for a bit oh absolutely yeah it wasn't long after that then uh, linda's came to my house um this so we always have smart listeners all the time this one says i visited a friend in california a new construction home in a non-snow area. The garage tr- garage trusses were two by twos. What do you think of that? Ooh, depends on how big the roof is and how close they are together. But um, depending, and if it was trusses built out of two by twos versus a two by two uh, put on 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 edge for building a vault, that's a different story. Um, the trusses are going to obviously have more structural integrity than. A two by two by itself, but uh, depending on how close they are together and where they are, you know, if you were to do that and build trusses out of them and have them, you know, two foot on center, you might be okay depending on the size of the roof, being that it's an old building. But I, I'd have to look at the exact situation. It's telling you, Denny, um, codes on old buildings in in rural uh, up upper north here is. Uh, was a little lax at, at some point in time. The amount of barns and outbuildings and and then things like that that I've I've looked at or seen pictures of that are failing this year is is alarming. Um, but opportunity to create some pretty cool spaces with man caves. I know we got a few estimates out there right now with people looking to that had collapsed roofs that are looking at completely redoing it. And uh, those it's uh, not maybe a shome, but. People want all sorts of things put into their garages now. Workout rooms, wellness centers, a, a bathroom, showers, or washing machines, you name it. Uh, garages are becoming more than just a, a spot for the cars, it seems like. Yeah, isn't that true? You know, another thing I wanted to ask you about, I guess not every home, certainly budgets may not allow it or, or the size of the yard. Are people uh, coming to Lindis once in a while for those outdoor kitchen spaces? Yeah, it's it's it's... I'm telling you, we're we're still spending more and more time in our homes. Not as much as we we were maybe through the the pandemic, but that's it's led us to want to expand our footprint and and have our own workout area, maybe a, a home office and and outdoor kitchens. Once you have one, it's going to become one of the the most favorite features of your home. It just 
the the deck is a great spot for everyone to be while you're while, while you're cooking your outdoor living area when you when you can just be outside the entire time denny and with the winter we're having yeah. the, the, i'm telling you when spring hits people in minnesota might not ever go outside again unless it rains <laughs> and, no you're and, absolutely uh, right it, i'm getting it, so many texts uh, that we receive here at cco reflect reflect those feelings it has been quite a winter although on the other hand a lot of folks love it the snowmobilers skiers snowshoers they just love it and i can't blame them on that on that on the other side of the coin tell you what let's do let's take a quick break be right back again inviting our listeners to uh, call us or text us with any kind of a home improvement question you may have 651-461-9226 again just a little reminder turn your clocks ahead we're going to spring ahead one five one four six one Nine two two six. Again, just a little reminder, turn your clocks ahead. We're going to spring ahead one hour, losing an hour of sleep tonight as we move to daylight saving time tomorrow. So clocks ahead one hour. Stay with us here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And welcome back to your Home Improvement Show here on CCO. We are around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to Lindis Construction. Uh, Andy Lindis is answering those very questions today. If you want to call in, uh, the maybe you've got a project in mind or maybe you're in the middle of one and need some help, 651-461-9226. That's our phone number. It's also our uh, text number. Uh, Andy, here's a text that uh, it, it comes from uh, Atsigo, not that far away, just north of us here. Uh, love the show. Thank you very much. They want to put an under-decking on an existing deck, about 14 by 12, and they're looking, well, they're quoting uh, some different prices here. Uh, but their question is, does Lindis come out uh, as far as Atsigo? Now, that's not very far to see if it's possible to add on the back of a garage Basically, extending the garage, it would also be attached to the house to like shed size. Um, but the question is, maybe I shouldn't answer for you. Uh, Atsigo, we had a lot of listeners in Atsigo. That's not that far from uh, their metro. Yeah, no, we're we're in the Atsigo area on a regular basis, and and underdecking uh, or any type of under the deck roof system uh, can be good. Just know that there's going to be some maintenance. And typically, if you can design the deck where you can pull up some boards and get to that area, so what happens is things can still fall through your deck. Leaves, tree debris, other, and just your, your normal dirt and, and grime will clog up the channels that drain that water. And when that, those channels get clogged, they start to leak. Just know that it's not, unless it, there's going to be some maintenance there and, and, com, com, and making a completely dried-in area underneath the deck is a very difficult task to do unless you're going to be making the deck above you into like a three-season porch where you're going to use an actual roof system. Um, having said that, uh, if you're just going to be making like a hot tub area and you want to have it where the majority of the rain is, is gathered away from the home, that that is a doable thing. But I have yet to see one that's perfect that doesn't leak. But to get specifics, you know, measurements, and you know, when you get uh, those, all the variables there, then you could figure out prices. But I guess the easiest thing to do, the best thing to do, is just to call Lindis to come out for that free estimate, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, eight four four nine Lindis. Yeah, it's uh, it's a free estimate. They'll come out, and there's some great people with some great ideas. So, 
Uh, to visualize it is one thing. To, re, uh, to, to, get, to get out there and do all the measurements and get it exact. That's what you want. 8449-LINDIS. Yes. Thank you for that uh, text. Um, somebody says, how do I get, and maybe we can, for those folks that never heard of it, a uh, texter wants to know, how do I get a heat map analysis? Maybe you could briefly say what it is and how they can uh, get one. Well, um, just like uh, getting a free estimate that uh, the heat map analysis, the 8449-LINDIS or com, you can go there and sign up for that. We're going to come up with a variety of diagnostic tools, including our infrared imaging. We have... We we have there's six seven different tools that we're going to use around your home and put together a complete report on what your house is doing, where the energy is getting lost, potential for ice dams, what your attic situation is, your R value in all facets of your home, and uh, we'll be able to make the best decision to make for for you. And we can take a look at it a variety of different ways. Um, maybe there's just one area of the house you want fixed, or there's one room that's in, that that you really want addressed. But we're going to go around, and you're going to know your R values, where your heat loss is, and what we can do to fix it. Okay. Again, 844-9-LINDUS. That's the number you want to remember. Or get online, lindusconstruction.com, L-I-N-D-U-S. Uh, here's something. Uh, it's To me, it's interesting. I haven't heard of it. Any opinion do you have on UV air filters in a furnace? Do they work? Uh, do you know about those? Um, you know, I've heard... Uh, good things and is probably a, a way of the future i just don't know how i don't have the statistics or a relationship with a company that does them where i can trust exactly what they're saying doing what they're saying um does uv light kill germs and and viruses yes i i just don't know how effective they are in the filter of a furnace or in a, in a furnace system um i haven't worked with them myself but uh, I can I can see that the, the the again necessity is the mother of all invention and and we've had a few of these things come down the pike in the last couple three years and um, if they work I think uh, that they are a positive thing to do but uh, I'm not familiar with them to where I can I can vouch for them as of yet. I think we've got one time for maybe one more, uh, Andy. A listener has heard us talking, uh, not even recently, but certainly recently as well, about the snow impacting our roofs. Could it cave in? And uh, Does the same thing apply for decks in our uh, upper Midwest here? Are are decks, generally speaking, sturdy enough to uh, handle all this snow without shoveling? Uh, Yes. Having said that, um, you know, some of the composite decking where, you know, it's done where two foot on center could have some bowing issues and, and, and warping issues with, with heavy snow load. Not the, the composite decking that we do, but I have seen that before. Um, but, I again, we, we build things for, for these types of seasons. It's just an abnormally long one this year and ab- <laughs> the amount of snow Danny just uh, every, every every other day it's it's been snowing yeah I know and it's snowing as we speak it's snowing mm-hmm. and it will maybe tonight and maybe tomorrow but however that forecast uh, looks like maybe mid 40s possibly at least one day this week by uh, by Wednesday by midweek uh, we're just about out of time Andy and I want to urge folks to, to uh, give uh, Lindis a call if they want, maybe planning on a new deck or whatever kind of work, inside or outside, to, to give uh, Lindis a call. 844-9-LINDIS is the easiest number to remember. And uh, 
uh, and insulation as well, whatever the case may be. Andy, we hope uh, you have a good week. Uh, any uh, any special uh, deals you want to talk about as we head out of here? Yeah, we have uh, 75% off installation labor on Infinity Windows by Marvin and LeafGuard Gutters. Again, all estimates are free, and uh, we'll gladly come out and talk to you about how we can fix your home. Yeah, excellent idea. 844-9-LINDIS or, again, lindisconstruction.com. Thanks so much, Andy. Let's uh, do this again next week. Yes, sir. Thank you, bud. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Uh, as I said, snow today, maybe one to three inches. I want to remind you, too, that if you'll be tuning into CCO tomorrow morning, and I hope you do, we're going to have a doc on in our health hour from 7 to 8, a family practice physician. We're going to make it an open line show. So if you have any general uh, health questions, uh, join us tomorrow morning. We'll, uh, we'll put the doc to work and uh, get some questions answered. Open lines tomorrow on our, our health hour. In the meantime, snow today, one to three inches of new snow. Uh, it's going to be a breezy day as well, near 25 miles an hour gusts. Uh, but the daytime high today will be near 34. Uh, high tomorrow for your Sunday, near 35, with maybe another chance of snow. Don't forget, turn your clocks ahead one hour as you retire tonight. Stay with us here on News Talk 830 WCCO.